Welcome inside the Locked On Senators podcast brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller coming off a wild night of NHL action where we saw two teams advance and one of them already knows their opponent in round two. We'll also get into Brady Kachuk and what kind of point projection we expect from him this upcoming season. All that and more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Today is Friday, August 21st. Pilsy, it's going to be year three of Brady Kachuk in Ottawa. He had nearly identical stat lines through his first two seasons. 71 games played. He had 45 points in year one, 44 in year two. What can we expect in the final year of his entry-level contract? Well, first, Ross, sure, the goals, assists, and points looked a little similar. But how about you look at the hits? Brady Kachuk is stepping it up in the hit category. We talked about it. If the season kept going, he could have been one of the first guys to go 300 and 300. 300 shots, 300 hits, but he almost doubled his hits in year two, which is crazy. 174 hits year one, 303 in year two. And same with his block shots, 26 in year one, 43 in year two. So he's obviously improving in other parts of his game. I mean, the team kind of fell apart around him this year. He got a lot of his points playing with Mark Stone and Colin White when they were lighting it up uh, earlier that season. As for Brady Kachuk's point projection for next season, he's going to have some new line mates probably. Hopefully, a new centerman, a new right winger on that top line if you get Byfield and Raymond or Byfield slash Stutzla and Raymond. You, would put, you wouldn't put both of them on the first line, though. It'd be cool to at least try it. It'd be sweet to see it. I don't think that's probably not going to be the uh, standard line, but that would be the Senators' idea of a nuclear line. We'll see what DJ Smith does with the lineups. But for Brady Kachuk, point projection-wise, I don't think he's going to have an absolutely insane boost. I figure he's right around 45 points year one and two. I think he's going to be somewhere around 60. Maybe add five or six goals, ten another 10 assists. I think you're going to see the big, big bump for Brady once he signs that new deal and once the rest of the um, draft prospects that are coming from this draft kind of have some time to get used to the NHL. I think you're going to see a small boost here, but wait for the season after this. Brady Chuck's going to explode. I'm going to call an explosion this upcoming season, and I'll give you one reason why. It's the power play. He's going to have a bit more talent to work with, we can assume, next season. I was surprised at this number. He only scored two power play goals last year. And he's such a menace in front of the net. That number can jump by as many as 10, I would say. Like 12 power play goals? That's not out of the question for Brady Kachuk next year. If he can produce on the man advantage, I see no reason why he can't get 30 goals after getting 21 this past season. Assist-wise, he had 23 in each of the first two seasons. And it's broken up identically both seasons. 17 at even strength and six on the power play. Can you believe that, though? Only eight power play points for, for Brady last season. That is surprising, especially, like you said, in front of the net. Like You're bound to get a couple tips, a couple of lucky bounces, some rebounds, some garbage goals. So I think you make a good point there. He's definitely going to step it up on the power play. But 
What's your final point projection then? You said right around 30 goals. Where's yeah, where's the total points happening? Between 55 and 60. Okay, that's where I'm at. Yeah, so I, I can see that for sure. Yeah, I think that throughout his career, and this isn't to take away, I think he's a great playmaker as well, but just where he scores his goals from, we're going to see him have more goals than assists per season. I would, I would almost guarantee that uh, throughout the prime of his career. I see him as a 30 to 35. Maybe he hits 40 in a really good year um guy but yeah the assists around 25 30 nothing wrong with that at all so yeah as long as as long as he hits those numbers assuming full health and a full season uh lots of, uh, still to mystery right now in terms of when the nhl will play found it interesting yesterday too the nba commissioner adam silver said that december 1st which was the nba's ideal start date for next season he said that's not looking too realistic at the moment so we're everything up in the air but one thing I think that fans do realize with Brady Kachuk is you're getting a lot more than just total points. You're getting leadership. You're getting physicality. You mentioned the hits just exploding. He played two extra minutes per game this season than last. We can expect that to go up. There were lots of games towards the end of the season where his minutes were over 20 per game, and I think that you'll see that going forward uh, throughout his career. So, yeah, lots to be excited about with Brady, and the r- real question with him, though, is will he play another game without the C on his chest in Ottawa? Well, we we know where I stand on this. I still think I, I'm in favor of Thomas Shabbat getting the captain and letting Brady do his thing without the added pressure of being a captain. I think that stands best for both of those guys and for the team. But I would have no problems at all seeing Brady get the C, that's for sure. And just like Brady's the heartbeat in Ottawa, Matthew Kachuk is now in pen. It was known before, but now it's in rock. No question that he is the emotional leader of the Calgary Flames. If he's in the lineup, does that collapse happen? If you didn't see the game, Calgary up three goals, not even 10 minutes in, and they gave up seven unanswered, including four from Dennis Gurianov. And how about that gif of Matthew Kachuk speaking to him? That's so unfortunate. And like, even Sens fans, obviously we have a soft side for the Kachucks with uh, our boy Brady being here. But if you're a hockey fan, you got to love what Matthew Kachuk brings, especially in the playoffs. I don't think there's there's not many guys better suited for the playoffs. He's a rat that can score goals. Uh, so he's fun to watch. He, he creates animosity. Guys hate playing against him but love playing with him. And I agree, Ross. I think if Matthew Kachuk is on the ice... This slide doesn't happen. And it's just so crazy. I only watched the first period of this game, and then I went to bed thinking the Flames had this. The Flames were dominating. Like, Dallas seemed absolutely deflated. Like, the third goal that Rasmus Anderson scored, I don't think I've seen an easier goal in the playoffs. He started carrying the puck in, and he was going to shoot it right away. But then he put his head up and noticed both defensemen just split the split wide open, gave him a perfect lane. So he just kept gliding in and then he had the perfect shot and just wired it past Hudobin. So it was not looking good. I don't know what happened in that intermission for the stars, but damn, did they turn things around seven unanswered to eliminate the flames? How are you? Yeah, extinguished to say the least, mm. man. That's a tough loss, and there's gonna be lots of questions in Calgary this offseason, including the futures of Johnny Goudreau. And Sean Monahan, Goudreau, two years from unrestricted free agency, whereas Sean Monahan, man, he went pointless in every game except for game four, had no goals in the series. 
is is his time in Calgary done? If I'm the Sens, I stay away away from that one, even though he is a former 67. I don't think his time in Calgary is done. Uh, like he's got another three years at not a terrible price point. Sure, he flopped this playoffs, Ross. Like that, you can't have that for sure. But at 6.375 mil, that's pretty affordable for a guy like Monahan. If you're uh, if you're sure that he's going to get back to his old ways, like a season or two ago when him and Monahan or him and Goudreau were clicking, what a duo those guys were, but it didn't work out this season. And I think like we talked about, Matthew Chuck was a big part of the reason why it didn't work. They needed that energy. They needed that, that boost from him and they didn't get it. So I don't think they're going to move Monahan. He's only 25. He's been their guy for a while, or one of their guys, I should say. And I don't know how many teams are that interested in him, to be honest, especially after uh, a big flop in the playoffs here. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I just know that I that's not the guy who I'm trading for if I'm the Ottawa Senators right now. Um, yeah, that's that's tough ending for the Flames. What What's worse, though, the Flames ending or the Capitals? Because, man, you go from a Stanley Cup win to losing your head coach, to losing in the first round with your new one last year, and then losing in embarrassing fashion in five games against the New York Islanders. We'll talk about Pajot as well coming up. Sens abroads are moving on. Ben Bishop with Dallas, although he's been glued to the bench. I've That that was a surprise going into the playoffs, but Gudobin played really well also. Um, I think he was announced unfit to play. because oh, it was Because he? Um, he was on the bench for at least a couple of the games. Ottinger was on the bench for this one. I wonder if that's maybe why they didn't give the quick hook to um, to Kudobin after letting in those three goals super early in the game. Before we move on to the New York Islanders series as they advance, we got to tell you about Rock Auto. You know it as the family business that serves auto parts online, and they've been in the game for 20 years. Years They've got staying power, and they've got a website, too. It's rockauto.com, and you can go there to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything your car could desire, from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. They even have new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks, and it's delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Trust me, you just have to see it for yourself. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Doesn't make sense to me either. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on. That's all we're asking. Just put locked on in their how did you hear about us box. That way, they'll know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Well, 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 the stingy New York Islanders. 4-0 shutout over the Washington Capitals. Ovi is the latest superstar to pack his bags and head back out of the bubble. What uh, What is your take on that? That, to me, is this Islanders team, they're just shocking. I'm, shocking is one word. A word I would use is boring. Oh, my God. People thought 
Guy Boucher's 1-3-1 system was boring. These guys are absolutely, they just smother. Like, Washington couldn't get anything going. And even when they did kind of get set up, they couldn't get anything past these guys. Good sticks in the lanes and blocking shots. Ross, check out these numbers. 31 block shots for the Islanders, 7 for the Capitals. So these guys are putting their bodies on the line. Barry Trotz, he's just a guy that knows how to get a full team effort. Like with those, with that Washington team that went all the way to the cup, everyone was perfectly meshed together. It seemed like they all knew what their specific jobs were and they all supported each other. And that's what happened here. Ovechkin had no breathing room. He was trying to get open for his spot on the power play. Didn't happen. He couldn't, he was getting put on the ice for it seemed like every single offensive zone faceoff. Nothing. The Islanders just do a really good job of playing smart, simple hockey, and they're just trying to squeak a couple quick goals by you and then park the bus and make sure you you have no chance to uh, get past them. That block shot stat is fascinating. And you look at just the defense of uh, of the Islanders, Devin Taves with just one block shot. Everyone else had at least four. Scott Mayfield had six, one less than the entire Capitals team. So from that standpoint, total team buy-in. Pager, the perfect addition there. But another French-Canadian on that forward group, unheralded. Is Anthony Bavillier potentially the con Smythe favorite right now? Six goals in nine games. This guy is lighting it up. I think he has a pair of multi-goal games in there as well. I don't know about con Smythe favorite. Uh, I still got my money on Mark Stone here. We'll see. The, the Islanders are going to have to go all the way if he's going to be a con Smythe favorite. But he's certainly playing good and... What a nice little bridge deal they've got him on here. He's got another year at $2.1 million. It'll be real interesting to see what kind of contract he gets. Because if you're looking at the Flyers' cap-friendly page, I'm on it right now, Ross. They've got their core locked up. Like but they have no money. But, but I don't, don't think they care right now. They're watching their team advance for the second but, year in a row when it was no nobody thought it was possible. And that's the thing. I don't think they're too concerned. They've got their guys. They've got a full, nice, deep roster here there's a couple guys though you talk about <laughs> Matthew Barzell is going to need a fat new contract we'll see how that goes and then uh, Ryan Pollock also another guy who's going to be a restricted free agent so they're going to need to spend some of that money there but they can move a couple guys they need to move that Andrew Ladd contract that's that's priority number one that's uh, a real real obstacle for this team but man Varlamov that's got to feel good for him too showing it to the Capitals that uh, maybe they made a mistake there sticking with Holtby. Yeah, 21 save shutout for Varlamov. It was that Beauvillier, Pajot, and Josh Bailey line all plus three. Well, Beauvillier plus two. Pager plus three, five hits for him. Uh, He had an off night in the faceoff circle, only 25%, which you don't often see from him. And uh, of note, um, Derek Broussard was not in the Islanders lineup. Don't know whether he was unfit to play or just a healthy scratch rotation type thing. Forgot to mention as well, Pilsy, uh, for Dallas, because they won, they are guaranteed to be playing the Colorado Avalanche. Congratulations. Um, That's going to be a good series. I'm fired up for that. Yeah, so the winner of Vancouver and St. Louis will take on Vegas. Either way, it's going to be big boy hockey out west to make it to the conference finals there. So, those series are all done tonight. We could have the conclusion of another one. We talked about the suspension to Matty Niskanen, the broken jaw for Brennan Gallagher um, in game five. So 
you got to be cheering for the Habs here in Game 6. Well, A, because more hockey. And B, Niskanen in for Game 7. You talk about a little animosity going. Uh, this series deserves to go 7. It has been boring at times, maybe. But as a goalie-friendly show, we love to see uh, the stellar performances from Carey Price and Carter Hart in this one. You think it ends tonight, Pilsy? <laughs> Again, great job by me off the top. We're recording at 11.30, uh, so no games have happened yet. Uh, as of today, we've got Montreal and Philly on the docket for tonight. And I believe we've got the other series is, is yep. on as well, right? 945. Uh, okay, it's a late game there for Vancouver and St. Louis. So tons of great hockey later on tap. But yeah, what, what's your take here on the Philly and Montreal game? Ross, remember when we previewed this series and we were talking about Carter Hart versus Carey Price? And I said, if this goes to seven games, you can pretty much crown the victor, the starting goalie of the Olympic team. And you thought that was crazy. You immediately was like, this game, this series is not going to seven. Look at it now. These Montreal Canadiens, they're feisty. But without Brendan Gallagher, that's kind of similar energy lost to their lineup like Matthew Kachuk. Now, Gallagher, I wouldn't say is the same caliber player as Kachuk, but similar style and definitely means a lot to that team to get them fired up and get them going. That's a tough loss, but I'm with you. I want this to go to seven games. I want Matty Niskanen back for game seven. But... I really want Philly to advance. I don't think Montreal, I think if they would advance, I don't think they would have the stamina to beat another big powerhouse team in the East. So I'm hoping for Philly, but I'm hoping for seven games for sure. Okay, it's easy to just say, well, it's Carey Price. But look, and no, this is actually round robin as well and the first round. But if you're looking at the Flyers and their lack of offense, Giroux, Couturier, Konechny, and Kevin Hayes. Those guys and combined. JVR is a healthy scratch, I think. Whoa, that just adds to this. But those four in particular all had 20-plus goals in the regular season. They've scored a combined zero since the NHL returned. That's that's unfathomable. They can't advance in that situation. But that just goes to show you the good depth that this Philly team has. Like a couple of guys that you didn't expect big things from, Farabee, Lawton, uh, Derek Grant. Guys like that are really showing that they were valuable pickups at the deadline and they're making it count. Um, I think if Carter Hart can stick to his game, this team could go real far. And I'm a guy who, if you see a young goalie really starting to shine in the playoffs, think about teams that win cups these days. A lot of the time, it's a fresh young goalie that takes them a, a long way. Bennington, Matt Murray, right? This is this is a Damn very... Ward. Cam Ward, well, yeah, that's that's turning back the clock a little. But, yeah, exactly, same point. So this is a recipe for success. And this Phillies team, if those big guys can get going, and when they do get going, because I think they will, they're going to be a team to definitely look out for in the East. Well, so you're saying that that better be tonight. Yeah, well, it better be tonight. But they can't get it. They're, they're up 3-2. No, yeah, they're up 3-2. Yeah, so I, I don't think you want to go because that would mean they had they lost two in a row if they lose tonight and you don't want to go into game seven after having a 3-1 lead in the series no that's that's bad so i think philly's gonna want to end that's tonight, an obvious but um yeah they get niskin back for game seven a little boost there and we'll see how it goes so if philly wins tonight it will be flyers islanders tampa boston if montreal wins the series it'll be tampa montreal and boston against the islanders so 
Any way it shakes out, it's going to be an awesome second round of the playoffs and beyond. And we'll be here every step of the way with you on the Locked On Senators podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter as well, at Send Central. Make sure you subscribe because we don't always post the interview on Twitter right away. That way you'll be able to get it. And we'd love if you put a five-star review as well. Thank you for Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast where we've got your team every day.